0: was one of the first like when i first started the road to 10 placements this was one of the first ones that got placed on it was like some notre notre dame football show or something like that um but then later on it ended up being used on uh one of the award shows, it was either the the People's Choice Awards or the NAACP Image Awards. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays at twelve PM Eastern Time, and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. So I gotta go through. I gotta find those tracks. Like a lot of times stuff gets placed that I made like years ago. And those joints are like in the archives, like on another drive. And I got to like find them and all of that stuff. So yeah. Thanks for the insight. I'll follow you on IG, follow me back. Also I'm back in ATL, so we'll link soon. Dope, that's what's up, man. I haven't been following, I'ma I'm let y'all know like straight up, like. I only only follow like a few people like I don't follow at one point I was following everybody back but now like I'm so focused on certain things that I don't follow everybody back like on purpose though it's not to be like Hollywood or anything like that but I only want to see certain things on my timeline so I only follow a handful of people because um, there's like I want to I had to filter it because like Instagram will start showing you stuff. And it was funny because after I did this, I cleared everything I was following and then started over and then Instagram just start putting stuff that I I don't even follow on my timeline. It's super annoying. So yeah, if I don't follow you back, don't take it personal. It's literally because it's just certain things that I want to see on my timeline. Um, that motivates me and you know, I had a lot of stuff on my timeline. Like I just had like random, like just random stuff. Like people's like dinner plates and chicken. Like I don't wanna see chicken on my timeline. Like that's not that's not gonna inspire me. I don't wanna see computer screens um, with, you know what I'm saying? Like the same thing. So there's certain things I wanna see right now. Um, Uh, for for the 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 level i'm trying to reach so i'm super specific on that um so that's the reason why uh for anybody who who wonders why i only like why i don't be following back major pain photography what platform are you using to make your videos um that's a good question so i'm using uh well let me see when i was when i was editing I, i used final cut pro um, but now I, I have an editor on the team, so I don't know what he uses, honestly, but it gets the job done um, I think he's using like a, Adobe or something like that um, But I'm shooting everything on a Sony A6600 um, And then I'm using for like the live streams, I'm using Ecamm um, So, you know, no matter what, no matter what software you use it, It's really about, you know, how you're capturing it um, that, that's gonna make the difference. And right now, this, I'm, I'm loving the Sony, um, the Sony A6600. This is my first Sony. I had a Canon uh, T4i before and decided to make the switch to Sony because, man, it's just some it's just some things about it that's just dope, like the unlimited record time. So when I'm cutting content, right, like I sit down and I batch record stuff. Um, with the Canon, it was like a time limit, so after like, I don't know, it was like 30 minutes or something, it just cuts off and I have to like restart it. And I don't know when it cuts off unless I unless I have it hooked up to a computer and monitoring or whatever. So it could cut off and I'm still talking and then I go back and watch it and realize I missed like 15 minutes of information and I have to go and re-record it all again. Um, also the autofocus on the Canon was super slow. All the focus on here is is super smooth, it's quick. Um, So I don't have to worry about that. I just set it up, hit record, it's gonna follow my eyes um, and it's gonna be crispy the whole time. With an exception, I'm dropping a video this week. That one, it was doing weird things. You'll see it. Am I dropping it Thursday? Actually, no, I don't know. I don't think I'll be dropping it Thursday. It'll probably be next week, Um, but yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm using for the video stuff daryl brody what's up what's the best indie route itunes Bandcamp, etc to releasing music and seeing valued compensation so i'm gonna tell you i've ripped and keep it 100 with you those streaming joints the streaming royalties are like pennies but you can build it up so i I rock with DistroKid And the reason why is because the plan that I have With DistroKid, it allows me to Upload unlimited amount Of music um, All year for one fee Um, Whereas some other Platforms, like they used to um, They used to charge me like Per release, and it's like Yo, if you release, like last year I did I was releasing a beat Like every week So (laughs) that's like Say, say I release the beat every week, that's 52 beats. So now I'm paying what, $4.99, $9.99 for 52 beats? On some of the, like, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing that. Um, so I get to upload an unlimited amount for one price. I think it's like, it's either 10 or $20, I don't know. Um, and then they send it out to iTunes, to Spotify, google all the streaming platforms and then from there um you got you got to have some type of marketing plan um or some just some type of plan to get people to listen to your music that's the challenging part it's like who wants to listen to your music like how do you make people want to rock with you you know what i mean um what what gets them interested like what's interesting Um, about you, about your story, um, about your music. Are you telling stories? Are you giving them behind the scenes um, on on what it took to create this joint? And then you release it. Do you have a plan before you release it? Do you have a plan after you release it? You know, do you have some type of strategy to try and get on playlists where people are already listening and then your music gets in the mix and it starts generating streams from there? so those are a couple things to think about, um, as far as you know, releasing it on those platforms and, and starting to get um, some streaming royalties. But yeah, that's that's a uh, that's my approach as far as like getting it on iTunes and stuff. I never really use like Bandcamp or anything, so I don't have a lot of experience on that. Uh, Calvin McHoward, what's up, bro? my first time on one of your streams i'm really learning a lot this is awesome info bro thank you man i appreciate that um yeah man i try and share whatever whatever i know um you know what i'm saying what's up just saying what's good to the new people who just joined my name is Von and i host we create music tv a platform that educates informs and empowers music creators y'all make sure y'all follow recreate music tv um i've actually been on there um i've done an interview on there super dope my guy B Von is legit. Um, so yeah, man, make sure y'all follow them. A lot of information, a lot of dope stories too from other talented people um, in in the industry. So yeah, shout out to them. Major Pang got the Sony A seven III. Yo, my uh, one of my cousins has has one. It's dope, man. That that joint, it looks dope. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of San, of Sony. They got they they got me, man. Um, like before I got it, like I was hearing some people was just saying, ah, the picture isn't as, the color doesn't pop as much as Canon. But honestly, like I don't I haven't. It looks fine to me. Um. So yeah, I love it. Dilliet2K, what's up, bro? I'm in Atlanta. Do you book in-person consultations? Not at the moment. I'm not doing in-person consultations, but I do do them um, through Zoom. Um, so if anybody wants to book like a one-on-one consultation, uh, this is where you can do it. Everything is clintproductions.com slash link in my bio, but you'll see a button for um, for a consultation. Um, and those are super dope, man. I always talk, I, I get to talk to some of the dopest people. Um, in those consultations because, you know, I'm able to answer tailored questions like specific to your situation and really break down, you know, your goals, what you're trying to do, um, answer any questions, listen to your music. That includes three critiques as well. Um, and it's just dope, it's just a good time. Um, so yeah, so that's there as a resource if you guys wanna chop it up um, one-on-one. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Team Sony Sony is uh, Sony is legit, and I like I like the I like the a sixty six hundred because it's it's smaller. Like yo, when I went from um, when I went from the from the Canon to the Sony, like the Canon was so big, and then the Sony's just like this little lightweight beast. Um, so yeah, I yeah, shout out to Sony. Um, this video is not sponsored by Sony, but I just, I, I like, I like their products right now. Um, so, yeah, yeah, today was, uh today's been fun, man, full of technical difficulties. Uh, I still haven't finished bouncing that, that session out. I, I told, I told a few people in here earlier that I just walked away from it and moved on to other tasks that were on my list. Um... It always happens, man, when I'm trying to work. Like when I'm trying to like crank stuff out, the most random things happen. It's so hilarious. Did I skip? I didn't skip. You know what happened? I'm gonna tell you what happened, LW. LW think I'm skipping her comments. (laughs) This is what happened. Ecamm cut the stream off. So, so like Ecam's been on this this thing where they just interrupt my stream and it I have to resume it. So I think right when I was explaining the Clint joints, it cut off. That's that's what happened. Um but no, I'm going to play I'm going to play some I'm going to play some of my joints. Let me gather some stuff together and um and I'm going to play some stuff. What time is it? We may we may have a few minutes. I gotta look up stuff because I can't tell y'all like what it's been placed on. Some tracks I know have uh, have been placed, but I don't know. Uh... Okay, now now I'm not signed into to iTunes. Computer doing whatever it wants to do today, and I'm not surprised because it's that's just been the that's been the kind of day. Um, you know what? I actually played a few. I want to say a couple weeks ago, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you were there, LW. Um. I played some sports joints that got that got placed. Let's see. Okay, so that one, was this one of the first? This was one of the first. Like, when I first started the road to 10 placements, this was one of the first ones that got placed on, it was like some Notre, no, Notre Dame football show or something like that. Um, but then later on, it ended up being used on... Uh, one of the award shows, it was either the, the People's Choice Awards or the NAACP Image Awards. Um, and they used it when the people were walking, walking out. Um, so when I originally made this track, I had um, it was a brief. It was off a sports brief. They It was like NFL season was coming up and they wanted um, they wanted sports music. So I made it specifically for sports. But in licensing, once like networks start using it, once it starts getting placed, um, sometimes another show will pick it up um, on the same network or something like that. So um, and I think that's what happened. I think that was People's Choice because if I'm not mistaken, People's Choice Awards aired on CBS and then CBS Sports and all that stuff. They all kind of related. Um, so that's what happens. That's what can happen in licensing. Like you'll make something for something and then it'll get used for something else um and then you know sometimes it'll just continue to get used over and over um and that and that's just how it works um let's see so that's a sports joint ah, man I'm trying to I can't think I can't remember everything that that gets placed um this has gotten placed I think this has gotten placed on a few reality shows it's a a slower one going on that one like i normally don't do slow stuff but it was a request right so like that's the only time i'm gonna do something on the slower side tempo wise um they wanted like slower emotional hip-hop trap music so um that's where that one came from ended up getting used uh i I can't remember all the shows but it's definitely got used on a couple reality shows so far um that that was 2016 um so like a lot of this stuff it's like still getting used today plus the plus the reruns you know what i mean <laughs> and it says reality tv argument vibes right yo that's a fact like y'all know y'all know how it is man um did you study Zimmer, John Williams, Junkie XL, etc.? Or just figure it out, man? I was just figuring it out myself, like for real. For real, like, I didn't even know like about Hans and and John Williams until like after the fact of kind of jumping in the licensing and things like that, and then realize, yo, like these cats are legendary. Um, so that yeah, they 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 just had a totally different stratosphere at this point. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I didn't get hit until after the fact. Um, so yeah, I was just figuring stuff out, man. Appreciate that, Immaculate, uh, creative. What's your favorite tempo when making TV tracks? Uh, my favorites are right around like, like one between one forty and one fifty. Probably one forty-five, one fifty. Um, I've I've been doing a lot in that in that range um so yeah let's see what else do I have um I just found out matter of fact let me see I just found out about a placement another track that I did a super long time ago. But I got I to gotta find Let me find out which one it is. Because I have a couple that kind of have similar names. And I'm not sure which one. Do you ever use any um, of Hans Zimmer sound packs through Native? Dude, I didn't even know he had sound packs through Native. Nah, but I'm, I'm going to check them out now that I know. I had no idea. That's fire. Have you used them at all? Hans Zimmer out here with the plugins and sound packs. All right, let's see. It was. It is okay. It's this track called Mr. Old School. It was used on this show called Cold Case Files, episode uh, one fourteen, on H two. So I guess it was. It's like a History Channel, one of the History Channel's channels. Um, so that would. It was this one. This is. This is different. They they wanted like old school music i don't even remember what this sounds like let's see Super silly old-school joint so that got placed on cold case files like I honestly I don't know why I don't I would have never guessed that at all that sounds more of a intense kind of show but hey I, I ain't mad at him native is taxing right now for his packs man I bet like his his name alone uh, what's your go-to plugin for 808s? Um, so I have them in Machine, but they're from uh, 808 Warfare. Um, so I use I use those a lot. Video game loading screen vibes, indeed. <clears throat> Thank you, a Appreciate that, LW. I love Cold Case Files. Dope. So you, you probably heard some of my music on there. That's dope. Capers, are you good for Friday? I think so, man. Unless the power goes out again this Friday, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we are good to go. Do you have a specific music library you work with? Man, too many to name. Um, Shoot, if they pitch the music, I'll reach out to them. I'll work with them. Um. Uh, but there's so many, man. Uh, there, there's literally so many out there. You just gotta do do some searching, do some researching, due diligence, make sure they're legit. Reach out to them, talk to them. Like, yo, are you uh you are you accepting from from new composers? Um, and just go from there. If you uh if you need the steps, what those steps look like on how to prepare, you can download that at slash link in bio. Uh, Isaiah says, have you ever landed a show that you personally, excuse me, that you personally like to watch? Uh, let's think about it. Yes. College football during the Ohio State and Michigan game, because I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I watch college football. Um, I watch, a, you know, occasional movie or a series. Uh I I watch the office a lot. But other than that, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Um but yes, I was we were watching the Ohio State Michigan game a couple years back and they started playing some highlights. Next thing you know, I hear my beat like on the highlight. And we were like we were chilling, we were at the in-laws and um yeah, yeah, it was it was dope. I was like, "Yo, that is definitely my beat." And it was exciting because I was just like I'm literally getting getting paid right now watching the game. So yeah, that was a that was a fun placement. And I think they then they use, they use something else too. I don't know if it was the same year, but um yeah, every now like on the Big 10 network, I get a lot of placements on that network. They play they pay pennies, but shoot, it's a placement. Um so yeah. capers already submitted for friday dope you're good then uh hopefully we can get to it yeah all the submissions that were sent for last friday those are the submissions we're gonna be pulling from so yeah if you submit it uh you are good to go um and it's just yeah just one beat or one song per submission for anybody who's new in here right so i do a live song review on fridays at 7 30 p.m eastern Sometimes it's eight, just depends on what's going on. But at 7.30 um, this Friday, we're gonna do it again. Um, Last Friday, we couldn't do it due to technical issues. But if you want to get on my email list for the instructions on how to submit, um, get on my email list. You can get this free guide just to get on the email list. Um, And then what I do is Thursdays, I won't be sending it out this Thursday because we're going off last week's submissions. But on Thursday, I send out instructions on exactly how to submit, and then f- come Friday, we go through um, as many submissions as we can, and just and vibe out, man. Listen to some some dope music, um, and just give you know give feedback in regards to music licensing, like getting your music placed on TV. Is it ready? Is it structured right? Is the mix good? Is the the lyrics dope? You know what I'm saying. So um, if you want to participate in that. That's gonna be this Friday. Get on the email list, and then we'll make it happen. Um, so you won't get it if you're if you're new to the list. You won't get an email, obviously, this Thursday. But next Thursday, um, you'll definitely get that joint. Bill says, "You're amazing, self-taught, self-starter, inspiration, man. Absolutely, man. That's what it's about. Like, don't wait. Like, I can't, I can't wait for somebody else." Uh, uh, to, to put me on you know what i'm saying like and like i don't want i don't want you guys to wait because you don't have to like we're way past the age of gatekeepers in the industry right like you can create create your own path create your own lane and do what you want to do you know what i mean you just got to do it um you know it takes a little bit of work but it's definitely possible um to you know, start creating your your own opportunities. Um, said he learn how to make his own 808s. That's fire, dude! You need to come out with an 808 pack, man. That'd be dope. And uh, sell that joint to producers. Cause 808s are dope. I use them all the time. I probably use them too much. Um. So yeah let's see what else what else has gotten placed um let me go back to this list i'm using for those who like wondering what is this dude looking at i use tunesat.com i'll type it in the chat um on tunesat you can like upload tracks and they'll track them so like if you have tracks that that you pitched to um to I don't know a library or whatever and they accepted them. You can upload them on ToonSat and then it'll track it. So if it actually gets used like in the US, it'll it'll track the channel, the show, the episode um and it'll give you like an audio clip of the placement. So it's kind of cool. And you can like upload 50 tracks or something like that for free. Um Okay, we got one. We got one on HGTV, House Hunters. It was one I did with my boy Xerius on a guitar. Let's see if I can find it though. Okay, here we go. it that one's a caliente hop can you can you tell what that's gonna sound like based on the title that's how I title my tracks um so yeah like literally um house hunters international any like that whole that whole season they was they was using this and they was using this other one we did it's called spanish hop Span no, is it no Spanish heat. I don't know where I got hop from. It's random. it um so yeah th- those two joints alone every time they have a house hunters house hunters international joint like it has a chance to get in place because like once they already use it and they know it works like sometimes they'll just keep pulling that same track and just throwing it in episode after episode um and then like all those episodes like they start to air in other countries and and things like that and then it starts to It all starts to add up over a while, over time. Um, Immaculate says, so in in what cases when you get a placement, would you find out about it before it airs? Or does it vary? Seldomly. Like, there's one now that I found out about months before it aired. Um, And that that I just got, like, an air date. That rarely ever happens. Like, the only reason that happened is because... The publisher that um, that sent it, he's like in communication with, you know, one of the ladies that's like actually working on the show. Um, But that rarely happens. Um, Most times I don't find out about it until either it shows up on TuneSat or, you know, I see it on um, on my royalty check. Um, So, yeah, usually I like. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) until after the fact. Uh, Appreciate it, LW. Uh, Steven thanks, man. Uh, Billy said you're natural at knowing what they want, how make something fit just right, man. Like it took years, <laughs> it took years to figure it out, though, man. Like I was bumping my head a lot um, for like for like a lot of years, man. To like some some publishers and some people who are just um, gracious enough because they don't have to, but you know they took the time to to kind of show me some things. Um, and let me know how I can improve on what, what I was already doing. Cause you know, the, you can produce, like there's a lot of talented producers, but then when it comes to like TV film, the structure, format, all that stuff, um, you have to learn how to, how to package it up to make it easy for editors to use. So, you know, once I got that game and that's what, that's what I be teaching y'all and telling y'all through the, you know, how to structure instrumental TV course and all that stuff, um, that's that's when things really started to take off and I started to see an increase in placements. Um, but yeah, it, it took a minute. But, you know, once you learn it and you know, like you just know what they want after a while, like now when I sit down and make something like, it's going to have this, 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 and that on, on every track. It may be a different vibe, but it's still going to have, you know, the same elements of, of a successful placement. Um, so, yeah, man, I appreciate that. <clears throat> uh Caper said how do you get your ISRC through DistroKid or C- without publishing through DistroKid or CD Baby Um th- I'm sure there's companies that that do that um but I'm not sure like cuz I have always just went through you know like a DistroKid or something like that um so I'm not too sure if anybody has insight man feel free to feel free to share Do you target a specific length with the beats you pitch? Yeah, I try and go around like a minute and a half. Songs, some songs may be a little bit longer. Um, You know, just depending on what's going on. But yeah, I try and stay around a minute and a half for the instrumental cues. Clint should make six figures with all these high placements. I appreciate that. Indeed. Is it a good idea... To create music in different genres to increase the chance of getting picked up. Um, Is it a good idea to create music in different genres to increase the chance of getting picked up? So it's like it's yes and no, Um, and this is why, right? So if you make a lot of different genres, um, a library is still going to. Try at least like put you in a category because they they want to like you can't go to a library. like I do everything. And I'm like, OK, like what do you what do you do best? Like it makes it easy for them to put you in a category. So when they have a brief for something specific, they're going to send it to the people who do that best specifically. Um, so what you may have to do is work with the library, get in doing the genre of music that you do best or whichever one, like if you do all of them best, then that's dope. But pick the one that you can do a lot of music of or or in or whatever. But do that and then approach another library and then only send them another genre that you do well. And then you'll be the go-to guy for that with that library. That's how I do it. Like, you know, because it gets confusing. Like you, you just can't, you know, it's just tough to be like, hey, I, I do everything. Like some companies, like some publishers who know me, like they know I can do different things. They'll hit me up for different things. But that's more so like on like a personal relationship kind of level. Like if you're working with a company where they have like a system or something, um, it may be a little more challenging to do that. Um, you know, because I mean, there's there's been one publisher where, you know, I've done everything from. From hip hop to contemporary Christian to um quirky children stuff to you know ambient, hopeful, all types of stuff. Man, I have done like at least four or five different genres um, with that publisher, but you know, it's it's just because I had that I had that relationship um, and, and I proved myself through starting out with just one genre, and then when things would come up, you know, I would submit something for for that. So it depends on their 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 system when when sending briefs and things like that. But um, yeah, that's usually how I do it. How do you add metadata to a song? So it's a couple different ways. Sometimes it's just a spreadsheet that you fill out and then you know you send that in with the library or the publisher sometimes they have a system where you upload things and then you put your tags and keywords and writers and all that stuff in there um and then sometimes you just do it you can do it in itunes for mp3s um or you can use a platform like disco.ac where you can um you know it has all that stuff set up in the system and then you just share your disco link and then they they get all of that information when they download it. Um, so those are those are a few ways. It's gonna vary though. Um, I know it, I know I do it like it's at least three different ways um, just from different different publishers. Um, so yeah, if y'all uh, if y'all feeling this man, smash the like the like button the thumbs up. Let me know. Let me know if y'all want to hear if y'all want to hear some other placements, man. Let me see what else I can pull up. Um, and I'll be on be on for a few more minutes. Uh, shout out to the new people coming in. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because I do more than these lives. Like I'll be dropping some gems in my my weekly videos, YouTube videos, um, tutorials, all of that stuff, man. So make sure y'all subscribe so y'all know when those videos drop um, because I'm I'm about to drop a lot of them. Bill says he wants to hear more stuff who else wants to hear some more now I gotta find I gotta find some more some more placements so y'all heard the uh, y'all heard the little the Spanish uh, joints uh, let's see what else we got? Creative. Appreciate it, bro. Um You wanna hear y'all wanna hear something out of my normal genre? was a song that got picked up by the Kardashian show. LW said of course we do. She's like you've been asking for this for like for a whole month now. I know it's been a minute man. I checked mine yesterday and I was just like let me see what's going on here. And uh, that's when I found out about the cold case joint. Alright. So I guess we're going to play some more, some more placements. Um all right, y'all want to hear some? Y'all want to hear some left field, right? Okay, let me see. Let me see what I can find. Um, hmm. Let's see. I know I got some stuff. I gotta add some stuff in here. Okay. This this may be considered a little a little outside of my um let's see what this is I don't know if y'all ready (laughs) I wasn't ready This for it was for some type of uh it was for some show um it was it was some type of show they wanted like folkish playful music um because they were like they lived it was like a family they lived out in the country it was like farmers or something i don't know it was super (laughs) it was super random um so yeah that's that's what that's what happened when i got that brief all day but yeah but yeah definitely commercial like with the claps and stuff like that the pauses the breaks um you know the little xylophone things man it's like it's just certain sounds that work for certain things Exactly, like you know I was following the brief when, Because that's not something that I'm going to just sit down And just, and create, you know what I'm saying Just out of nowhere uh, So yeah, we, we were studying the brief on that one um, The inspiration was trying to get the placement, man And, and just the brief, like they described what they wanted um, So yeah, so I just listened to a few things I listened to the show because um, I think it was like you know it's been out for some other some other seasons or whatever I, I don't remember the exact name of the show um, or the it was a blur but because I did this let me see if it has a year on it I, it doesn't even have a year but it was it was a long time ago I tell you that <clears throat> um so yeah appreciate it boy wonder thank you bill glad you love it Creative was like, wow Yeah, man um, Let me see I think I got a couple questions in here I signed up with BMI So am I good to start releasing instrumental music And registering it with them Or is it another step I need to do first To actually be signed as a publisher So I'm guessing you signed up with BMI as a writer slash composer right um, so that's good you need you need to have that in place um, if you want to be registered with them as a publisher then that's another that's another step that you have to do um, it's a different application for a publisher account um, and a writer account with with each pro but um, that's something you can do too because I mean you know if something to have in case you need it you already have it in place if you get like a direct relationship with a supervisor or network or something you're able to keep that publishing share of the royalties um, then you already have it in place um, a lot of times if you're if you if you get signed to like a music library they're actually gonna register um, on your behalf under their publishing company so they'll have hundred percent of the writers share royalties you'll keep 100% share of the writers royalties Um, so that's usually how that works so if you were the library you wouldn't necessarily be using your publishing company anyway because they're technically the publisher But yeah, if you want the other steps as far as like how to get it, start getting it placed, because BMI is not going to pitch your music just because you're registered and you have your tracks registered with BMI, like they're not going to start pitching your music and get it placed for you. That's not what they do. They just collect the performance royalties from music that has gotten placed on, you know, on things that count as a a performance. Um, That can also be like live performance and and things like that. Um, But yeah, download the free six step guide. Uh, for all the steps to make sure you're on the right track to actually getting TV placements and actually getting generating royalties um, so that BMI can ultimately pay you out. Snicker Beats, any tips on mastering any online mastering service you recommend? Um, I don't I, I haven't used any. Uh, I mix and master my own stuff just so I can turn around stuff quicker. Um like literally like i don't i don't even have tips like i use like a few like a few plugins on my master track and then that's it like i just try not to peak keep it at like zero negative 0.1 db and then i'll compare it well i used to compare it to like a a track that's been professionally mixed and mastered make sure the volume is good and make sure it sounds similar and i'll just send that joint off Um, but I go I go over what I use in my my urban mix and made simple course Um The video course and I kind of kind of go over briefly. I don't go in detail because it's really not I just I simplified my process. So it's really not super duper deep Um So yeah, good question though Uh, let's see what we got Um Uh, Mac says after I see what tracks the library is accepting for my submissions I'll send over more this is a gem right here this is like this is the key so once you like once something gets accepted now you know okay this this is the standard you know what I'm saying like you already know something like this has got accepted so if you make more like that chances of it getting it, those getting accepted are higher same thing with something that get that gets placed. So, like the tracks that I played for y'all that got placed, like I went back and I made more tracks like those because it worked. So if it worked, like you don't have to reinvent the wheel; just create more of what already worked. Um, so that's a that's a secret. That's no longer a secret because everybody knows now. But um, well, you guys know. It's not everybody. You guys aren't everybody, but. Um, that's a way to really, um, to inc- like to increase your chances of stuff getting placed, and increase, I guess, I guess increase your catalog like of, you know, successful music. Because, you know, if you're trying to like redo something different every time, you don't know if it's gonna work you know then you start wasting time because you know it may not work if you know it works just keep doing what works so good tip man Uh, shout out to Immaculate for sharing that Um, I definitely I do the same thing yeah that's a fact man Um, mixing and mastering is uh, it's been it's been a huge lifesaver it's been a huge lifesaver, just in terms of of turnaround, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, a deal. Do you use a pub admin like Songtrust? Yes, I use. I use Songtrust currently. Um, this is the thing, though. Like, I don't send them my tv stuff i don't send them my like you know stuff i send well i can't send them stuff that i send to other publishers because other publishers are in control of that stuff so i only send them certain things like i send them the stuff in my beat store you know beats that i upload on youtube and stuff like that it's like it it's two separate things for me so um so they get all of those um And that's you know they they admin that that's it but my tv stuff like i just i keep separate because that's just what it is but yeah they'll go out you know and and find other things uh other royalties that you've earned that you know you just you that you wouldn't be able to collect otherwise um unless you had some other you know unless you you've developed relationships with with the pros and the other territories and things like that. So, yep. Um, Let me see. What else I got? I got some tension stuff in here. Let me play a couple more. Um, Do I have this? Uh oh, I'm getting a, the the spinning rainbow of death over here. Mac users know what I'm talking about. So it must not be on this hard drive, cause it's struggling to find it. Yep. <clears throat> uh, okay, I was gonna say if you do have beat songs that you listen through them, do you use those beats for? Pe- oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, nope. Um, that yeah, that's strictly only for the stuff. Or like if if I'm releasing like instrumental beats and stuff like that, and albums, you know, I'll do I'll do that stuff. Um through them some um I got some songs from like from that I did with other artists and stuff that they they admin, but that's pretty much it. Snicker beat says my issue is that a beat will sound dope in my headphones and then sound totally different in the car. Yo, so if if um I understand everybody's at, at different points and as far as gear i personally hate mixing in headphones i wouldn't recommend it like for your primary mixing uh monitor uh, because headphones like the way you hear sound in headphones is, it's not it's not natural right so like you hear sound like this like it's it's kind of coming at you and it's around you headphones is just like direct you know what i mean so um and it's, it's very easy to get ear fatigue when you're mixing in headphones. It's just right there in your ears the whole time. So, yeah, you're probably you're gonna notice a difference if if you're doing the majority of your mixing in headphones, and then you go to like a car or uh, you know another studio where they have studio monitors. Uh, it's gonna sound different. depending on the headphones you're using too. Uh, so I always recommend if you can like get you a pair of, of studio monitors slash speakers um that have you know a, a transparent sound like and so when you're playing it back you know you're hearing what you're supposed to hear they don't add a bunch of extra bass um and things like that and and that'll give you a more accurate mix so then once you start testing your your mixes out on different different sources you know it'll be more accurate um and then it depends on your car, too, your car stereo, how that joint's set up. Um, but, yeah, a good set of, of monitors, man. That, like, when I got my first pair of monitors, even though I wouldn't recommend those, those monitors, I had KRKs, um, and they, they added so much color, it was bad. But I still noticed a difference, just even in panning and EQ and things, like, you just hear things differently, Um with the with a proper monitor setup and it it changed my mixes a lot. Um and then I'll go, you know, I may pick up the headphones and then listen to it. See what they sound like, see what the mix sounds like in the headphones. Um maybe test it out on some smaller headphones and then the car and things like that. Um but for the most part like now whatever I'm hearing in my studio monitors like I know it's going to translate good on all the other sources and then with tv like tv is come on it's going to be buried below people talking it's going to be on a tv like nobody's everybody's not listening you know like on their tv for like you know your 808s and like you know just random stuff so it's going to sound different anyway once it ends up on tv but yeah um Mix struggles, man. It takes it takes a while to get the hang of it, but you'll get to the point um, after doing so many mixes that you'll know when your mix sounds good, at least to your approval, and you'll know when it's it's gonna it's gonna translate well. And you'll kind of get get into a little pocket. Um. So yeah, I heard about those. Uh, definitely heard about those. Where they kind of they simulate. Uh, Studio monitors and and how, you know, the positioning and the the room treatment and things like that. So, yeah. So if you have to use um, headphones, because I know, too, you may be like in an apartment situation where you can't really you can't play music loud um, or you get the cops called on you like I like I have a few times. So, um, yeah. So if you're in that kind of situation, then getting some type of software that can at least simulate, you know, a, a. some studio monitors in like a treated room and things like that, because your your room treatment plays a role as well. So like even if you get studio monitors, if you, if you have a large room with nothing on the wall, like no furniture or like a bunch of glass, then that's gonna it's gonna affect your mix as well. So now you gotta look into treat in your room so when that the sound bounces off the speaker onto the wall is it just hitting the wall is it hitting something that's going to absorb it a little bit so all these things play a role into into getting a, a solid mix um so yeah say, uh, thanks for for sharing that major Payne. Uh, what's up Yee from Oakland Your camera setup looks really nice and clear Thank you, I appreciate it Shout out to to uh, Sony A6600 And the E I'm using a I got it, I got it going in the, the Cam Link 4K um, Capture card And I actually cleared it up Because before I was using um, I was just plugged directly in USB Using this little Sony um, cam edge thing but the cam link it actually makes it look even more clear um, see the VX's headphones are for mixing it seriously dope YouTube I barely use my monitors that's fire so that's, that's like a that's like a perfect solution man like if, if you don't have um, if you don't have monitors, or you got you got to use some headphones, keep the sound down. You can still get work in with a solution like that. Um, so that's dope. Audio Technicas, indeed. Um, I have some. I have some AKGs, and I have some uh, some Cranks Cranks Audio. Uh so yeah, man, mixing is crazy. Like it's always something you can you can learn, but then it's like man it takes it takes a while. Like you really got to like go through mixing a bunch of bad records um to get to get good at it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um okay, let's see. What else do we have? Um This one has gotten placed on It was a show It was a show on the Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey network. Again, I did this I did this in 2015. Um Let me see. I did this in 2015 and it just got placed last year, 2020. That's five years. I used a vocal sample too. I didn't, it was, I didn't have to clear. So they so the library hit me up. It was it was a request for like vocal chop samples. Um but they said I could use like royalty-free vocal chops or whatever. So I was like, "All right, y'all said it." So if some if some comes back, y'all told me I got it in email. Y'all said it was okay. So um so yeah, so that situation was a little bit different. Um I just made sure it was like, you know, a royalty-free joint. Um they they didn't have any issues with it. Um so that was that, man. Um, so yeah that's been used uh, on on there so those are a few tracks that that I've done Um, but yeah I'm about to hop off here man this was super dope shout out to everybody um, who came through make sure you guys like share and subscribe and again if you want to get on my email list um, for you know the live music reviews that we do on Friday here on YouTube uh, make sure you download that free six-step guide And um, that'll get you on my list. And you'll get a free six six step guide to getting TV placements. Um, So thank you, guys. Appreciate the support. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit clintproductions.com today to download my free six step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next one.